The Bears are back. We're back right here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. It's great to be back. I'm John Sklul. John Meadows is here directing and producing. We're brought to you by our great sponsors, Amish Country Farms and Orland Park. Um, as you continue to watch this video, please subscribe to the channel. Please watch us and find us wherever you'd like on social media at Sports Talk Chicago. So the Bears played a preseason game. Football is all of a sudden back, and we're just about three or four weeks away from opening day, week one, for Bears football. They won. Does it matter? Are they going to go 17-0 like every prognosticator out there says now? Probably not. But it was a well-played first series for the Bears' first team, and also well-played near the back end in order for them to turn out and win it against Tennessee. The Bears officially won 23-17 on Saturday, beating the Tennessee Titans. The Titans had a mishmash of different quarterbacks between Malik Willis and Will Levis, both of them vying for that number two and number three spot, respectively, on the depth chart. But for the Bears, talk about an explosive way to open up the game. Justin Fields in general, three of three, 129 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, perfect passer rating, and two series of play. And what's ironic about Fields is that in total, as far as air yardage, probably got about 10 out of the 123 yards. A couple of screen passes, very simple ones to DJ Moore and Cleo Herbert, and they were gone. <laughs> they went all the way to the end zone both times for big touchdown scores. Roshan Johnson got a lot of carries, most notably 12 carries, 44 yards. Herbert had four carries for 15. DJ Moore led all receivers with 62 yards on the one catch. The screen pass from Justin Fields caught behind the line of scrimmage. And he took it all the way to the house. Khalil Herbert right behind him at 56. What could we take away from a game like this? What did we see that indicated to us anything of promise? I find it interesting that the first two times the Bears scored with their first team offense out there, it wasn't anybody taking over the game. It wasn't Justin Fields having a duck and get around pressure, use his legs, gain 20 yards on the fly run out of the pocket, make something happen. Nope, Bears didn't need that. They weren't heavily relying on him. They weren't running the ball five or six times, trying to claw and inch their way for first downs to keep the drive going. Nope. There was no struggle in terms of keeping drives alive. All Justin Fields had to do, literally, was throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage. You heard that right. Behind the line of scrimmage. And the receivers did the rest. What's that say? And what does that indicate? Well, for once, although it's preseason, Justin Fields has help. And this is what we've been talking about and advocating for since Matt Nagy threw him out of the bus, what, three years ago now? We've been advocating for help. We've been advocating for support. We've been asking Ryan Poles and Ryan Pace at the time, please spend money, please help this kid, don't leave him out to dry. And finally, we're seeing somewhat of that in this preseason. He has a number one wide receiver. We saw DJ Moore turn it up from nothing behind the line of scrimmage to a quick dash downfield all the way to the end zone. Then we see the same exact play almost to Khalil Herbert does the same thing. Point being, Justin Fields has weapons, which we already knew about. We knew about that on paper. Now we're seeing it come to fruition in games. Secondly, the Bears' investment and the Bears' prioritization, Ryan Pulse's prioritization, of the offensive line is starting to materialize and take shape. Because I'll tell you what, if this was last year's offensive line, even in this preseason game, the Bears would not have scored two touchdowns on passes behind the line of scrimmage. 
there would not have been enough blocking to even execute a 10-yard screen, let alone a 50- and 60-yard screen for touchdowns on top of it. This year's offensive line, with Darnell Wright chiefly, the top pick, and other players who were signed and brought in, have made things much better for fields in the pocket. See, he has help. He has people there supporting him. He has weapons offensively. DJ Moore, Khalil Herbert, Chase Claypool, if he decides to show up and play. Darnell Mooney's going to be back. Darnell Wright's doing a heck of a job of the offensive line. Early returns from experts and even from the eye test looked amazing on Saturday. Really outstanding. There's a reason why he was a top 10 pick. This is exciting offensively. I don't remember the last time this Bears offense excelled this much that quickly in a preseason game. Now, preseason is about working out kinks. It's about working out potential problems, about getting everybody used to each other, having the starting quarterback play a couple of series, having the B team, the C team, third, second string and third stringers kind of play and just get their feet wet. The Bears came out charging on Saturday right away. No delay, no waiting, nope, right away, quick screen, all the way to the end zone. And another quick screen, all the way to the end zone. And I doubt Luke Getsy was sitting there thinking, all right, these screen passes are going to lead to 15, 60-yard touchdowns, but they did. Because once you get the ball in the hands of the right player, and once you have enough blocking and legitimate offensive line uh, pieces, you're able to make things happen out of nothing. There's no way Luke Getsy sat there and drew it up like that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to call a screen field. Yeah, Justin, you're going to throw the ball uh, four yards behind the line of scrimmage, and it's going to turn into a touchdown. No. And last year, had that been called, if we saw it called in games, regular season for sure, it led to nothing. The Bears were one of the only teams last year that just couldn't execute a screen. I remember talking about it on our live calls last year. I would always ask why the Bears were one of the only teams in football that just could not execute a screen, could not do it to save their lives. Could not do it. And now this year, two of them in the preseason right away with Justin Fields. And and everyone's going to say, well, it's just the preseason. You know what? I'm thoroughly impressed with those two plays specifically. I'm thoroughly impressed with the growth that we've seen in relatively a short period of time. Everyone will say it's just the preseason. Well, if Justin Fields had a clunker, we'd all be bashing him, myself included. I'm here to give him praise for what he does well. I'm here to give this team praise for what they do well. Now, the one kind of conundrum, the one thing you could point out is, well, Justin didn't really throw the ball. There were kind of a couple of lob passes behind the line of scrimmage, and I can't argue with that. He didn't throw the ball downfield, didn't air it out, didn't have any opportunities to do so. But I'll take three of three, two touchdowns, no picks, 100-plus yards, perfect passer rating all day long. I don't care if it's a 50-yard screen turned into a touchdown. That just means Justin finally has competent players around him, and I'm not going to complain about that. we got to pick and choose what we want to complain about. And I'm right down the middle. You guys know that. I'm not a big fanboy of the Bears, but I'm not going to sit here and bash him constantly for just no reason. you got to show me results, then I can evaluate them and critique them. And what I saw on Saturday with the offense in the first couple of drives was extraordinary. I mean, I was shocked that I was watching Bears football because Bears football is usually, yeah, we're going to run a screen, a tight end screen, right? Matt Nagy tight end end around to frickin' Cole Komet and lose five yards behind the line of scrimmage. That's Bears football to my knowledge. 
but apparently it's gotten a lot better. So I'm going to give them praise for what they did on Saturday in the first two drives. Critics will say, oh, Justin Fields didn't throw the ball far. Justin Fields didn't air it out. Oh, those passes could be completed by Mitch Trubisky or anybody for that matter. Yes, they could. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to argue with the results. I'm not going to argue with the numbers on paper for Fields. Because then what are we complaining about? The fact that he finally has a team around him? I mean, that makes no sense. People like me have been saying we can't fairly evaluate Fields until we know how he does with the team around him. So now he has a team around him, and look at how he's doing. Great signs, great things to see. We've got to be very careful what we complain about, what we worry about, what we talk about, and how we evaluate this team moving forward. Season's here now. No more talk in the offseason and constant rumors and wondering what's going on and speculating and then critiquing and hearing reports and bashing them or praising them. Season's here. Time to shine. Lights are on. Time to play. And what we saw on Saturday was impressive. By the way, a small storyline that nobody really talked about. How about Cairo Santos making all three of his kicks? That was nice. And I called for him to be cut or I called for him to at least face competition this training camp. And it seems like he's going to be the de facto kicker, but he does have a chip on his shoulder, too. He made all three of his kicks. 28, 29, and 49 yards out. That's nice. Got to do it more often. The Bears allowed zero points in the second half to the Titans. Now I get it. You're facing your second and third string players, but the Bears' second and third string held strong against Malik Willis and Will Levis. By the way, two guys who were top picks. Will Levis is a rookie, and he might not even get the second string job with Tennessee. And the Bears made him look horrible on Saturday. Take of that what you will. The Bears recorded four takeaways defensively. Four. That's great. Hits principle in motion, kind of mirrors the 2018 Bears team. They led the NFL takeaways with 31. The Bears do better when their defense does the majority of the heavy lifting, historically speaking. 2018 was such a great year for everybody involved. Why 31 takeaways? Every time the Bears were able to take away the ball, they either scored defensively or they set up for amazing field position. Then from there, when you cut the field in half, there's no pressure on the quarterback or the offense whatsoever. And if you do screw up offensively, you know your defense is there to back you up. The Bears have never replicated 2018 defensively until potentially now. This is a perfect storm of events if things work out. Between Justin Fields actually having weapons who know what they're doing and the Bears' defense embracing the hits principle and potentially replicating 2018, I'm just saying... There's a lot that could occur positively if it continues. If is the big question. I'm also not going to sit here and tell you, hey, the Bears are winning the Super Bowl and going 17-0 because they won one preseason game. I saw a lot of fans saying that all over Twitter and various social media platforms. Not the case. It's one preseason game, and you faced off against Malik Willis, who was one of the worst quarterbacks ever last season, literally. I mean, his passer rating was like 40. 46, and then Will Levis, who's a rookie. So I'm also not going to sit here and tell you, hey, Bears are winning the Super Bowl, but I will say impressive performance. 
and it just gives you a little bit of a key and insight into what they could be this year and what their identity could be. We have somewhat of an insight. And really, I think it's pretty simple when we break down what the Bears should be and what their identity should be. Take away the football defensively and trust your weapons offensively. For once, doesn't have to be all on Justin Fields' shoulders. He doesn't have to literally carry this team on his back to even be in a game. Last year, all the games the Bears lost, they were pretty much in them. Why? Justin Fields and company kind of kept them in it. Fields would scramble, gain 20 yards here and there. He'd run out of pressure. He'd get sacked a ton of times still. I mean, it was just a blank show last year. It really was. Now this year, first preseason game, only three passes, three completions, perfect passer rating, two touchdowns, all for passes that didn't pass the line of scrimmage because his offensive line and his receivers did the heavy lifting. Justin Fields still has a lot to prove this year. I think he is promising. I think he's proven already that he's a competent starting quarterback, but he hasn't proven yet that he is this superstar, this MVP, and this year will help show it. But having this supporting cast around him is already impressing me and keeping me on the positive side. Look at what he did with what he had, finally. Look at what he did with what was finally given to him and invested to by Ryan Bowles. This is how it all happened. Huh, what a weird concept, actually investing in your quarterback. The Bears finally did it after years of rebuilding and firings and tumult around Hallis Hall. So this was an encouraging game. This was an exciting game. And I'm proud of how the Bears played, especially early on with the starters in. Can it be replicated come week one? Hope so. But we did see on paper how the Bears could be effective in 2023. If they replicate this preseason game, they're going to be unstoppable. Simply put, if Justin Fields can trust the weapons Ryan Poles brought in, and if the defense could take away the football like crazy, this team's going to win the division. And that's not an overstatement or an overreaction. But if there's backsliding, if there's regression, if the defense isn't as good as they showed to be, We could be talking about a different story. So I challenge the Bears, after watching this game, to keep going. Keep it up. Because if you don't, we're going to be having a different conversation in about five months. (laughs) I hope they keep it up, and I was very impressed by what I saw on Saturday. Thanks for watching today's video here on Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. And follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Big thank you, John Meadows, for directing and producing. And for all of you for tuning in. Until next time, so long, everyone.